You're listening to a very special edition of the John Cordray Show. This is number 40, War, PTSD, and Recovery with Anthony Farrow. Please join me in this moment of silence as we remember the brave men and women of this country who fought for us and continues to fight for us and for our freedom. Listening to a very special edition of the John Cordray Show. Normally, I, my episodes come out on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but because Veterans Day is coming out on a Wednesday this year in 2015, I wanted to make sure that I have the special edition to honor the fine men and women, the brave men and women who have fought and continue to fight for our freedom. That is just amazing, and there are so many great stories that are out there today. Uh, from veterans and let me tell you please 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 if you're listening to this when you meet somebody and you find out that they are uh, in the military or maybe a former military please shake their hand and please say thank you um, because believe me they are still uh, suffering from something from being in the military so they gave up a lot a lot and so have their families. So, and if you're listening to this and you are in the military currently or in uh, in the past, and I want to say just just a quick shout out. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your service. I appreciate your family because they put up with a lot as well, and they have gone through and continue to go through a lot as well. So, thank you to all the military and their families. You are not alone. We love you. We appreciate you and we support you as much as we can. So thank you so much. And this is a wonderful day that we can celebrate Veterans Day, celebrate the men and women who have fought for our freedom because they, uh, a lot of, a lot of military personnel are not in freedom. And I'm referring to PTSD, and that's what I'm talking about today, something that not long ago was fairly unknown or taboo, especially among the military, and that's PTSD. And you know, today is episode 40, and the title is uh, War, PTSD, and Recovery with Anthony Farrow. Anthony Farrow is a fine young man. I can't wait to introduce him to you. Let me just tell you a little bit about Anthony. Anthony is a Marine. He's no longer an active duty, but he served in 2003 to 2007. Anthony served two tours in Iraq in 2005 and 2006. And Anthony has mentioned that he has almost lost his life his uh, multiple times where he just knew that he was going to die, but he didn't. And uh, so that's and and he's talking about uh, some of the his friends as well that did die, and that's really the start of his PTSD. 
And Anthony will tell you here in a minute that he was in denial for a long time that he had PTSD. And it really wasn't until fairly recently that he realized that he cannot be in denial any longer. He's got to do something about it. And let me tell you, he is. Anthony is uh, currently in uh, business management for his undergrad. And then, get this, he's going to pursue his master's to become a therapist. How cool is that? He wants to dedicate his life to helping others who have PTSD. That, my friend, is awesome. And uh, Anthony is currently on disability right now. Uh, But he's not sitting around. He is uh, volunteering at his gym and he's helping to instruct and teach at the gym. He is also a mixed martial arts fighter. Yeah, how cool is that? This is, we're talking, this is the man, right? (laughs) So you are going to listen in uh, and hear Anthony's story. Yes, he's tough. Yes, he likes to fight, but let me tell you, he also has PTSD. It does not matter how tough and rough you are, PTSD can get you like no other. And you're going to listen to Anthony in a moment. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you don't know who I am, my name is John Cordray. I am a therapist and a national certified counselor. And I also have my my show, The John Cordray Show, and I talk about lots of different uh, things that involve emotionally healthy living. And I also want to take this moment, if you're listening to this, I have a free gift for you. I want to give it to you. And that is called The 11 Habits of Emotionally Healthy Living. It's an infographic. It'll help you uh, give you some ideas of what you can do now to start living a healthy, emotionally healthy life. So I hope you'll grab that. Go to my show notes. Uh, and go to my website as well at johncordray.com. Pick that up. I would love to give that to you for free. All right, so let's listen in and get to know Anthony Farrow. Well, Anthony, I am so thrilled to have you on my show today. I can't tell you how excited I am that you're willing to come on my show to share your story because you have a story, my friend. You have a story that I think will affect a lot of people uh, and and their families, you know, th- this is something that's not well. It's getting more and more uh, common and more open. But I think years ago you had mentioned this earlier. We were talking uh, that it's not something that has been real prevalent among the military, especially, uh, and that is uh, PTSD. And there might be some people listening to this who have no idea what PTSD is. And I could I could talk about it as a therapist. But you know what? It's so much better to talk to somebody who's struggling with it that they can share their story. And that's exactly what you you actually contacted me. And you yes. saw me on, on Instagram and you said, hey, I have a story. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a veteran, Iraqi veteran. I fought in a war. I have PSD, or PTSD. And I would love to come on your show to share my story. And I love it. I love it. Yeah. And so yeah. uh, I'm so happy that you did. And I'm glad that you're here. So I don't want to take up the time talking. I want you to talk, and I want you to share your story with me. So you know, just tell me a little bit about who you are, and boy, what what is your story that, that takes you back down to 2003? Well, first off, thanks for having me. But I, I, I called you on Instagram. Um, I was just looking what you were posting. 
uh, about mental illness, and and that was about the time I started recognizing what PTSD actually is. Um, 2003, 22 years old, joined the Marines, spur of the moment. Um, I always wanted to be in the Marines after 9-11, you know, patriotic. uh, Like I said, I was young at 22. I didn't have much going on. I didn't stay in college. Um, So I joined the Marines, and uh, and it it made me who I am today, made me grow up. Um, But it did bring on post-traumatic stress. Uh, Two tours in Iraq in 2005 and 2006 from February to September and February and September. So seven months straight of Iraq for two, two years in a row. Wow. You have served uh, two tours in Iraq. Yes. Yes. And I can only imagine what that was for a young kid who after nine 11, you know, we all know where we were at nine 11. Oh yeah. I remember exactly. We, yep. we, that's going to be etched in, a, in our brains forever. And yes. so many fine young men and women went and they enlisted and they went to war for our freedom. And, you know, I, I have to say this right now. What I have you captive, thank you. Oh, thank you for your problem. service. And I know there are other veterans. Uh, I know there are police who have fought uh, in, in the war as well. Yes. Uh, a lot of first responders have, have served. And they're all over uh, in in our communities. And yes, I want to say are. thank you, thank you, thank you for your service. No problem. I mean, we, we looked at it as just another job. You know, it was just a job that we were, it was just our job. I mean, it's just basically, I don't look as myself as anybody different other than what I'm going through. It made me stronger, but I, I'm not a hero in my opinion or anything like that. We just did, you know, what we had to do. And it was just a job. But... Um, it made me who I am. So <laughs> well, it was a tough job. Uh, um, and I was actually yeah. older than a lot of the people in the military with me being 20. When I, when I went over to, for the first time, in Iraq, I was uh, 23, a lot of 18, 19 year olds. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's, well, uh, can you, would, would you mind taking us on a, a journey or a story? Um, maybe, maybe it was in Iraq. Um, I mean, you had mentioned to me that you have lost, almost lost your life several times. Um, yes. You know, yes. I, I cannot imagine what that would be like. It's it's surreal at the moment, at the time when you're over there. You know, you hear the gunshots off off your truck and, you, you know, stuff like that. You see bombs blowing up. We hear the rockets coming into our base. It's a quick story. First day we were there uh, in Iraq, we flew into Kuwait, went over to Iraq. We were in Fallujah. That's where I was stationed in 2005. First day there, there was a rocket probably hit 200 meters away from us. And right away, we were like, wow, okay, this, this is kind of real. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then later on in the deployments, we would hear the rockets come in. And as long as we know we were okay, we're like, okay, no need to stress. It just was so common that it was just nothing to us after a while. It was just, we did our job every single day. Um, I was motor T. I was a truck driver, machine gunner for my first tour over there, lead machine gunner for convoys. And we went out pretty much every day, and then we would go out at nighttime throughout the night. Um, 
it was it was it was rough. It was rough, but it was something that you know we're proud of. Um, you know, I've lost some people, and yeah, you know that it sucks. Yeah, to be honest with yeah. you. Of course, it does. But again, that's we give our lives for freedom is is what we say. Amen. Uh, yeah, and yeah, there is. My second deployment over June 6, 2006, 666, which is pretty weird. <laughs> to begin with. Um, I was in a passenger seat of like a, a big semi truck, and uh, I had a driver with me. We were probably the third convoy to go through the same route. Um, they, the Iraqis blew up the middle of the road, so they had us go around the road, mm. and we hit, we hit a double stack landmine blew off our tire we fell off like a little bridge and uh truck wouldn't shut off fuel oil burning and i just it, you just remember it your life is flashing before your eyes and we couldn't get out of the vehicle so we thought we were both uh we thought that was it wow um but right away the marines that were with us the corpsmen they just they rescued us and it, it seemed like hours but it was minutes um, right away. Everyone thought we were gone. The fireball was, oh, geez, I don't know, 500 feet in the air. It was just, all I remember was a big explosion and dust. And then the loud, yeah, the loudness came in right after the dust first yeah. came up. Well, I think what you had described is pretty classic for a PTSD. You know, the hallmark of PTSD is that you either feel like you're going to die <laughs> or you witness somebody else be going through a traumatic event. And I think you have done both of those. You have experienced near death yourself and you have seen some of your buddies get hurt or be killed yeah. right yes. before your eyes. And, and I can only imagine what that could do to somebody. Uh, and you probably have friends as well, Anthony, now who survived that. Now they're, they're in kind of the civilian lifestyle, if you will. But they have PTSD, and maybe maybe they're handling it a little bit in a negative way. Yes, um, a, there's some some people I was with that turned to alcoholism, um, drug use. Unfortunately, we've had vets that were with me. They they died in accidents mm. in this civilian, which is I would say about three former Marines that I was with have, have died. Uh, I remember one guy was rescuing somebody in the water and he drowned to death. This was after two deployments. Mm. Um, but anyway, what, with PTSD, what I think there's, there's different types of PTSD. Think connected. I believe if you were ready, you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I believe that if you have some problems going in to the military and then have even more traumatic experiences, it's going to elevate at times a hundred. There's people that I know have been in the service that do not suffer as much as certain people would. And those people would have saw more. But if their family life was better, they might not suffer as much. But again, I don't know because they could be holding it in. But I had some, you know, some family issues, uh, a rough childhood, and it's sort of a rough childhood, um, losing my father at a young age. So that just adds to it. That just adds to the PTSD, seeing all that, it multiplied it. So it turned it into more of a severe situation. That's what I've been learning 
um, just dealing with it. Well, I think you're exactly right. It's a it's a complex grief and trauma that you have trauma on top of trauma on top of trauma. And I think what you're you're just talking about that is absolutely right. It can make things a lot worse when it's not dealt with. Yes, I've oh yeah, I've held it in. I mean, I always I had a therapist before tell me, "Oh, you have PTSD." I was like, "No, I don't. Mm. I'm fine. I'm not having horrible nightmares, waking up and." That's what you think PTSD is. That's what you hear. But PTSD goes on so many different levels. Yeah. So many different levels. Um, loneliness, anxiety, depression. So you don't have to be waking up in night terrors or blacking out to be considered PTSD. Um, there's different cases. And, you know, people have a lot inside of them that they don't bring out because they're afraid to look at themselves. And I was afraid to look at myself. And I think you're exactly right, Anthony. This, you, you just mentioned it. You were in denial. You know, when someone yeah. said, I think you have PTSD, and you said, well, no, I don't. And I think so often when people have actually have PTSD, they're denying that. And like you said, they might downplay it. Well, I'm not as bad as so-and-so. I'm not suicidal. I'm not, you know, trying to going off the deep end. But you're right. It does have so many different tentacles. Yes. Um, and it could affect you in so many different ways. I'm really curious, you know, after you said, no, I don't have PTSD. I don't think I do. You, you were in denial. What kind of made you get out of that? How, how did you kind of come to that conclusion? Or oh, maybe I do have it. It just... In January this year, it just boiled over. Everything just came to. It was basically I was I was on the stove, boiling, and all of a sudden it just that was it. It just came out out of nowhere. Um, I got stuck in a routine right after the military. I got a a job um, at a cable company, and I worked in some bad areas. And you know you. I didn't have time to think. I just got so stuck with that. Uh, I started school. I started training in mixed martial arts, which actually saved me from a lot of grief and still saves me to this day. It's my outlet. But that's not the only thing that could help. So in January, it just everything came together. And I just, I basically, I guess I had a meltdown, <laughs> to, to be honest with you. And I'm building myself up. Because I started looking at myself and realizing all the flaws that I that I have, and it's hard. It's not easy to look at yourself, especially when you know you have problems and you're not perfect, <laughs> as everybody thinks they are. I got to butt in here. I am. I love it. <laughs> I love the fact that you're being so honest. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you know you you are a marine. Once a marine, you're always a marine, right? That's of, what I of hear. Of course, of course. And yes. marines are tough dudes. The only branch in the military, that's what, uh, that's what we say here. But all respect to the military members. So. And, and you, I'm looking at you, and, and you you have tattoos. You're yeah, a tough guy. Yeah. You work out. You beat people up for fun in yeah. MMA. And I get beat up all the time. I love it, though. <laughs> but but you, what you just said about, I can't hold it in anymore. I can't deny this anymore. And you just allowing that to work through you in accepting your brokenness mm-hmm. and your weaknesses. You know, I always say, especially to men who come to see me in my office, that it takes a very strong man to admit that he is weak. Yes. Yes, I, I agree. 
Definitely. And, and you are not only are you admitting that you're weak, you're doing something about it. And you, I'm really curious to hear more about your life now. Yeah, you you yes. you went through two tours in Iraq and and you fought. You almost died. You have buddies that did die. Uh, you've gone through a lot since then, but now you're starting to find your identity all over again, and you're okay. trying to be yes. and live the best that you can be and to help people. And I, I think it's so cool that you you mentioned school, but what you didn't mention. You're going mm-hmm. to school to get your master's in counseling to be a therapist. Yes, I'm. I'm finishing. I'm finishing my bachelor's next month after two years of just nonstop schooling, not more than a week off, with a full time job, with training for fights, um, just being busy. It's it's because again, that was my. I was avoiding the conflict, but. I definitely want to be a therapist and specialize in PTSD and help vets because it's so hard for us to get help from the VA. I'm still fighting with them after 10 years. Just, wow. it's, it's, it's hard. And I know many vets are still, I mean, it takes months on months and months to get a letter back from them saying, okay, well, we hear you, but now we'll review it. Um, so I don't like that. I want to be able to hopefully change that or any, if you help one vet out of, 10, I'm happy about that, but I'd like to be able to help 10 out of 10 eventually. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but, you know, it, I had to go through a lot of stuff to realize that I got divorced in January. I wanted to be normal, so I got married when I shouldn't have. It was one of those things where you just you pretend you fit in with society, like my sister. It's hard on my family. My mother, my sister, they don't understand it, but now they're starting to. Um my sister's neighbor has severe PTSD with, I think, four tours. Mm. So she talks to them. So they understand my decisions. They're like, why would he be making that decision? Well, you don't know unless you're in my footsteps. Right. And, uh, or in my head, basically. But um, I'm taking the footsteps in the right, uh, the right way now, I believe. And, and I found a new woman for my life. I've met new people. Um, my fiance is very supportive and it's not easy for her yeah. because she's not used to PTSD. Well, and I, you're, you're bringing up a very important topic as well. And that is, uh, family. Yes. And you know, you mentioned that your, your ex-wife didn't understand it. And you mentioned your parents and, uh, and your sister. And I think that's probably the case for a lot of people, a lot of families where maybe the husband or even the wife, that would go off to war um, and then come back a changed person, have PTSD, and the family members don't quite get it. They don't understand. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week, we talk about the curious things that people do. This show is for you when you're in the mood for unscripted, lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and just a smattering of psychology and information you can use. I promise we will make your day pass a little faster and put a smile on your face. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us because no matter who you are, we all 
Smell Like Human. Please follow the link in the show notes. No, and, and that's hard because you feel like you're alone. And that's that's the hardest part. I mean, there's still days where I'm like, I'm, I'm alone. Hmm. I feel like I'm the only one that feels like this or has these thoughts. But that's when you have to learn self-talk and talk to yourself and be like, look, relax, stay in the moment. Don't drift off. Yep. Don't look in the future. Don't dwell in the past. It's, it's hard. It's hard to get that balance. But the gains that I've made since January – I mean, it's been great. I, I love it. That's and it's, great. Good for you. And it's, it's, it's great. <laughs> well, we're, we're getting uh, close to the end here, and I, I just can't wait to hear a little bit more about your mixed martial arts. Yes. Now, did you say you're a teacher as well? Yes. Um, I instruct at UFC gym in Lombard, Illinois. Um, it's been a few months now doing it. I, I love it. It's it's like a dream come true. I get to work with people that are motivated. I'm doing something that I love, and I'm helping people reach their goals, even in the, the fitness world. Yeah. Just like my instructors, um, uh, Uflacker Academy in Summit, Chicago. It's my jiu-jitsu school. I've been there since 2009. Team Toro Muay Thai in Westmont, Illinois. I've been there since, oh, geez, 08, 09. So... I've been with the same coaches for a while and, and they have helped me by making me push myself and giving me that outlet. And now I'm giving that outlet to the people that want their fitness goals. And, you know, a lot of them might have some issues too. And if I could help them work it out just in the gym, then I'm happy with that. And, and, and I just want to, I want to do that. But, um, yeah, I'm seven and zero in mixed martial arts. Um, Congratulations! I, thank you. I fought at 125 pounds. Um, I wasn't going to fight again. My last fight was last year, but I've been offered a title fight November 20th. Wow! And I think I'm going to take it. Wow! So uh, that's I'm, great. It's a lot on my plate, but I'm ex- I'm excited about it. My my mind frame is set. I'm ready to to get in there again. Well, do you have just a, a few minutes just to explain? I think maybe a lot of people may not know what exactly is mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts is boxing, uh, kickboxing, Muay Thai, jiu-jitsu, wrestling, judo, all in the one. It's all those martial arts all in the one. Karate, tempo, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, you have to learn every aspect you can't just be a good at one thing anymore, meaning I can't just be good at wrestling and not have any stand-up boxing. Or You have to be good at everything, eating, dieting, uh, consistent training. It's hard to get into shape, but it's easy to fall out of shape. Really. Uh, yes, I, I know that myself. <laughs> yeah, that, so we've, all, we've all been there. Um, so it's, it's like uh, UFC. It's just yeah. ultimate fighting championship. It's If people don't understand what mixed martial arts is, I'm like, well, you know the UFC, you know what mixed martial arts yeah, is. Yeah. Well, um, that is just fantastic, Anthony. I, your story, I'm sure, resonates with a lot of people. You're using it for the good. And that's one of the things, that's my theme of the show is what is your story in, of your brokenness and your weaknesses? And then how do you turn that around for the good in helping other people? And you, that's exactly what you're doing. And I yeah. think your story will resonate with a lot of people. I, I hope. Uh, it's, it's just important to talk. Talk it out. 
look at yourself, look deep in yourself. Don't, don't hide it in. Don't be afraid if people judge you because it's going to happen. And, but you got to be strong to, to just brush that off your shoulder. You got to work on yourself. And when you work on yourself, everybody around you gets affected in a positive way. So, Hey, I can't say that any better. <laughs> well, I'm going to end it here again. I just really appreciate you coming on and oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And this is a message that we need to get out to as many people as we can. Definitely. Uh, and if you're listening to this and you think you might have PTSD, I really want to encourage you as Anthony has to don't hold it in, talk about it, get help uh, because help is out there. You just have to look for it and don't try to work on this on your own uh, because it is very, very lonely to be able to do that. Other people are out there like Anthony and you just need to find them. And uh, you know, if you're interested in learning more about Anthony, he is on uh, Instagram, I know. What is your Instagram? Uh, sickness, S-I-K-N-E-S-S-81. Sickness 81. And then Facebook, Anthony Sickness, S-I-K-N-E-S-S, Farrow, F-E-R-R-O. So those are the social media. But Instagram, I like to connect a lot about the PTSD on that. Yeah, uh, we're connected. We follow each other. And yeah. I love uh, looking at your, your pictures as well. <laughs> And, uh, you're, you're, you're the man. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I don't, I'm trying. I'm trying. Doing the best I can. Okay. Anthony, well, I'm going to let you go. Have a great day. And again, thank you for coming on and spreading this good news. Cause it needs to be spread. Definitely. I hope if anyone heard this and gets help from it, that's all that's, uh, matters. And thank you again for having me. Absolutely. Definitely. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Great. Okay. I'm going to edit cool. this part out. Okay. And uh, I'm going to work on this. My goal is to have it. It won't be for a while because I'm wanting to reserve it for uh, okay. Veterans Day. Okay. Okay. Um, nice. Because I, that's Veterans Day this year is on a Wednesday, and my episodes come out Tuesdays and Thursdays. Perfect. But this is a special episode that's going to come out on Wednesday. Okay. For, uh, for Veterans Day. Perfect. I have a question for you. I, yeah. You may may or might not know uh, this person because I'm going to be interviewing another uh, uh, veteran who has PTSD okay. who is also in mixed martial arts. Um, I'm trying to I'm pulling up trying to pull up his okay. name here. Awesome. Chad. His first name's Chad. Okay. And you may not know. But he's a professional okay. MMA fighter. He was in Special Forces. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, there's a few really pop. Brian Stan was a lieutenant in the uh, Marine Corps. Um, yes, I think the Silver Star. He was in the UFC. Some big names out there that are still active duty, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. Chad Ro- Robinshaw? No. Okay. Miller Rovenshaw. No, I'm going to, I'll look him up though later. Rovenshaw. Yeah, it's R O B I C H A U X. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Chad. I will definitely look him up. Um, now, as far as 
if people want to hear this of any of my friends and stuff or how does that happen? Well, once I have it edited, okay, I will email you a link. Okay. And you can share it however you Perfect. want. Perfect. So it'll just be a, a audio link an MP3 link. Beautiful. Uh, it'll be on my website as well. Okay. Uh, it's going to be uh, uploaded to iTunes. Okay. So people can listen to iTunes, on, iTunes. On, my show, on my show or Stitcher Radio. It'll go on Stitcher Radio as well. Stitcher Radio. Yeah. Because okay. I could always, I could even post it on Facebook once it's out. Sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I can, uh, let's see. Yeah, there's lots of different ways we can send that to you, but, but I'll, I'll make sure you yeah, get it. Yeah, perfect. Thank you very much. You're really welcome. appreciate it. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go. I've got some All other right. things i got to do. And I'm sure you do too. Yeah, I gotta gotta get busy, go to work. I worked out. Now it's time to go train some people and do homework. And yep, that's my life. <laughs> Fun stuff. All right, Anthony, you take care. Thank you. Have a good right, one. You too. Bye bye. Wow, that was some story, wasn't it? I tell you, I just love doing this this show and getting to know people and listening to their stories and then passing those stories on to you, because I'm a firm believer that we all have a story. And we need to tell others about our story because we need each other, don't we? We need each other. And if you're suffering right now from uh, what you might think is PTSD, maybe, uh, you know, as Anthony had talked about, it's not always cut and dry. I mean, he didn't think he had PTSD, even when his therapist said he did. And, uh, and then he realized that, indeed, he does have PTSD. It may not be the classic symptoms of PTSD, but it definitely is PTSD. And and if you believe that you're suffering from some form of PTSD, please get help. You can't do this alone, my friends. And um, and and if you're suffering from really any type of disorder, anxiety, or depression, you, it just a lot of times will not just go away. So please seek help. Find a good therapist in your area. Uh, if you're having a hard time finding a therapist in your area. Contact me and I will find a therapist in your area. I want to help you and I want to come alongside you and let you know you're not alone. I'm here for you as much as I can. I want you to reach out to me um, and whether you need help or not, I want you to reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. I'm on Twitter at John P. Cordray and you can go to my website at johncordray.com. Love it if you would do that. And just as a reminder, I do have something that I want to give you, and that is uh, 11 Habits of an Emotionally Healthy Living. Now, this is an infographic, so it's not uh, like a 100-page uh, ebook or anything, uh, but it's a little old guide. And it's uh, just, I, I think, a really nice guide to help give you some ideas of what you can do right now to uh, start living an emotionally healthy life. I want to help you with that. So go to my website at johncordray.com, pick that up, and uh, you'll, you'll see that right on the, the homepage. Uh, and by the way, speaking of my website, on, on the homepage, is you'll find my archives of all the episodes of my shows. I talk about lots of different things, uh, especially if you're new, I want to direct you there. And as always, you can go to iTunes. And subscribe to my show. If you if you do that, then all my episodes will come right to your phone or mobile device. Uh, you, if you don't have an iPhone, you can go to Stitcher Radio. Love to have you do that as well. 
because I want to help you. And that's my whole reason for doing this show is that I want to help people feel better about life. So I'm going to let you go. Have a great day. And if you're listening to this on Veterans Day, have a wonderful Veterans Day. Don't forget to shake a, a veteran's hand today. Give them a hug maybe and say thank you. Um, you know, obviously it's not just on Veterans Day. Any day that you meet a veteran, please thank them. And if you are a veteran or a veteran's family, I want to personally thank you. And I appreciate you so much, so much. Okay, well, that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in on this special edition of the John Cordray Show. Remember, my friends, I am your CEO, your Chief Encouragement Officer. And please reach out to me. I want to continue to help you. And if this show has been helpful for you, let me know that, that you can encourage me as well as I can encourage you and others. All right, guys. Have a great day. And I really appreciate you. Take care. Bye-bye. You have been listening to The John Cordray Show. Remember, your story isn't over yet. Together, we can break the stigma of mental health. Together, we can make a difference. Be sure to catch the next episode of The John Cordray Show. Until next time, stay in the green zone.